Hey, Faith Promise, welcome to the last weekend of 2014. Wherever you're worshiping with us, you may be on the internet, you may be traveling, you may be at Mammoth for Christmas, you might be at Campbell County, you might be at Anderson, at North, the last weekend at the Expo Center. You may be at Blunt County or Pellissippi, wherever you're at, we're stoked, we're thrilled that, you, that you're gonna share the last weekend with us. And we're gonna do something this weekend that we have never done before. Now you hear that all the time. We're gonna take and we're gonna do a highlight reel of 2014. We're gonna celebrate what God has done. You know, as you read through the scripture, so many times it says, remember, remember the good works of God, remember the miracles of God, remember the deeds of God. And, and a lot of times if I'm down, if I'm discouraged, I will encourage myself by remembering the great works of God, remembering what God has done for us or for you or in my family or thousands of years ago, as I look at the word of God, we encourage ourselves and know that God did it, God still can do it. Our theme for this year in 2014 has been a hundredfold harvest. That's what we were, that's what we've called it, that's what we've talked about. And I want you to know every year we have a theme and we've made it even more important. So every day I pray over this passage and I pray for you and your family, for your campus and for every one of us that, that in every level, spiritually, relationally, emotionally, physically, financially, ministerially, and relationally in every way that we will experience a hundredfold harvest. In 2013, it was the year of the, it was really the year of the glory of God. Psalm 65, 11, he said, I've crowned the year with my bounty or goodness. Even the hard paths drip with fatness. This year it's been uh, Genesis 26, 12. And Isaac planted and in the same year he harvested a hundredfold. Now, what makes that passage even more spectacular, it was in the middle of a drought, a famine. Nobody was growing anything, and yet Isaac's field, God's field, produced a hundredfold harvest. This year, we were listed in Outreach Magazine as the 22nd fastest growing church in America. Now, that's mind-boggling. Thank you, Lord. But I mean, can you, can you imagine that? And so many people have asked me, pastors, people from other places said, hey, Chris, tell me why. What happened? Why is 2014, what's been the difference in this year? Number one, we began the year with 21 days of fasting and prayer. We did that together. We got on the same page on our Bible reading record. I hope you're just about done. And then we strengthened our group ministry for spiritual formation from children through students all the way through adults. And as we began to as we began to read the Bible together, as we began to pray and fast together, God literally breathed the ruach, the breath of God, into our sails. We broke every record this year. We're almost at 650 baptisms. Last year was 590, and it was an explosive. This year we went even beyond that. God has moved. So let's go back and let's remember some of the miracles that God did. In January, we launched out with You Won't If You Don't. 
It was just a catchy title for our hundredfold harvest. We talked about the biblical principle of sowing and reaping. Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. You know, we left January and we moved into February and we, we launched our first alignment. We, it was called I Am Faith Promise. Remember that? We talked about being committed to the church that Jesus died for. In a culture of me, 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 we talked about, about Faith Promise being a we, we, we. And one of the things I know that if you're here, you're not gonna forget because if you missed that weekend, you were mad. We gave away 6,000 t-shirts that way. I remember that. It was an amazing coming together of the body of God. It was awesome. Hey guys, it's been an incredible year in outreach and missions at Faith Promise. I gotta tell you, I don't have enough time to cover all the things that God did this year, but I want you to know this church has always had a legacy of impacting our community, our country, and our world for Jesus, and this year was no different. We fed hundreds of kids, we empowered tons of leadership development around the world, and we planted churches in countries where we can't even talk about, where the name of Jesus hasn't been heard before, and God's been doing all kinds of things like that behind the scenes, and I want you to know that everything you do here is impacting God's message all over the globe. So let me talk about a few of the things that God has done in 2014. One of our missionaries, Chris Ladd, went to South Africa this year. He got connected to a community called Salabenza. He found out in this community, they didn't have a local church, they didn't have a place to get food and water every day, and there was no place for the kids to go to safely get education or learn about how to have a better future. So through his connection, we were able to partner this year to build a church, to build a feeding center, and to change the lives of hundreds of kids in Salabenza, South Africa. In 2014, we were able to launch at Faith Promise our first international campus. God led us to Cañas, Costa Rica. And Pastor Chris and a small team was able to go down in March of this year for the grand opening ceremony. I gotta tell you, it's so exciting to see all that God's doing already there. They've grown from 50 to over 200 each week, and they have a real heart to make it hard to go to hell from Costa Rica. In April of this year, God connected us to a guy in Israel named Rabbi Shmuel Bowman, who's the president of Operation Life Shield, which puts bomb shelters all around Israel in places where children are. When they get attacked by rockets, it's a safe place for them to go. We had no idea that when we decided to partner with him and place a bomb shelter in Israel, that just a few weeks after it was placed, hundreds of rockets attacked that community. And we found out later this year that our bomb shelter literally saved lives. Also in the spring this year, we had our mission series, The 28 Days of Life. Over that 28 days, Pastor challenged us all to have a different perspective on what it meant to be on mission. We learned that you don't have to go across the city or across the world to be a missionary. That even at the grocery store or at your kid's school or at your workplace, God has provided opportunities already for us to meet needs every day and to share about God's love. We also this year launched our Love Local initiative at each of our campuses. That's where every campus has local partners that they support in doing back to school backpack outreaches, to do angel tree programs so that we can support hundreds and hundreds of kids to not only get Christmas presents, but also to hear about the good news of Jesus. And we also expanded our Kids Hope mentoring program. So we're not only just at the Pilisipi campus, but we're expanded to two of our other campuses and we have plans to expand to all of our campuses in the future. Like I said, God did so much in 2014, we can't even begin to cover all the stories. But if you're interested in what we talked about or other things that we're doing here at Faith Promise, check out the website or contact us in the missions office and we'll be happy to help you get more involved. Hey Faith Promise Church, my name is Chad Funk. I have the honor and privilege of being the campus pastor in Campbell County. In 2014, we finished our first full year in ministry there. So excited about all that God did through his church and that amazing community. Just wanted to share a few of those exciting things with you. 
We averaged 120 people on the weekend experiencing worship with us. We had 12 people go public in believer's baptism. How exciting to see people take that next step in their walk with Christ. We had over 500 hours served outside of the walls of Faith Promise Church in the community as the hands and feet of Christ, making an incredible difference. We had our largest Heart for the Harvest offering yet. It was amazing to see the generosity that people came out with on that incredible weekend. 2014 was an incredible year for us in Campbell County, but we're so excited to see what God has for us in 2015. The best is yet to come. We spent two weeks getting ready for the greatest weekend we have had up to that point. We put placards up at every campus. We wrote names on the wall. We gave out cards and we handed them to the people that were next to us. And we prayed for the people that we were sitting next to, for the person they were burdened about. And while we were doing all that, our creative team was frantically putting together all the footage that they shot in Israel. All that work from our creative teams, our video teams, from you and your small group, 12,750 people entered a Faith Promise campus on that weekend. And before it was over, 289 people got into the waters of baptism, putting on the Christian uniform and professing their new faith in our risen Lord. Now we, we took Easter and it launched probably my second favorite series, Glorious Ruins. Because the world takes what's glorious and ruins it. And God takes what is ruined and makes it glorious. Wow, how God blessed us in that series. What? <laughs> is this not, what? what? <laughs> you just rested it on my cheek. <laughs> no big deal. I think you've got it in the right spot now. What's up, Faith Promise Church? It is time to hear about the most destructive but your favorite ministry at Faith Promise Church, and that is FP Students. It is so hard to wrap up a whole year, all of 2014, of FP Student Ministry in just a few minutes, but I'm gonna do my absolute best. I wanna tell you about three things that the FP Students has striven, striven, Striven is not a word. Okay. The first thing that we have pushed to do is create an environment where the students can have a blast. The second thing that we have fought to do in 2014 is provide godly relationships. The last and most important thing we've done at FP Students in 2014 is introduce students to Jesus Christ. Over a hundred students gave their life to Christ in 2014. I can't see you or hear you at all of our campuses, but I'm assuming you're losing your mind. That over a hundred, sixth through twelfth graders gave their life to Christ this year. That is incredible. That's the best thing we've done in 2014. God is moving in a mighty way in FE students. We finished Colossians, we finished Roots, and we went into what has been my favorite all-time series, Open House. It's my favorite series for so many reasons. 
But it, it, the, the, if you weren't here, it deal with spiritual warfare that happens in our homes and in our hearts. It, we talked about how we open the door for the devil. We talked about how the enemy operates and what he does to try to destroy you and destroy your ministry and your marriage. Every weekend through August that we, that we did open the house was an absolute record attendance. We averaged in the month of August 6,000. Every weekend, another record. Every service, people were lined up at every campus. Altars were packed being set free, experiencing the presence of God, experiencing the fullness of God. And hundreds and hundreds of people will never be the same because of the victory that we gained in the series, Open House. It's been an amazing year in FP Kids. Not only have we seen more than 1,400 kids coming every single weekend, but this year we've seen more than 100 kids step out and make a public profession of faith through baptism. In preschool this year, we focused on three basic truths. We want your kid to know that God made them, that God loves them, and that Jesus wants to be their friend forever. Because we believe that if your four-year-old believes today that God loves them, when they're 14, that makes a big difference in their life. In elementary, we've made big strides this year in really creating a true small group for your child. So that a kindergartner through fifth grader has a place to belong, a place where they can learn more about what it looks like to have a relationship with Jesus, a place where they learn three core beliefs, that I can make the wise choice, that I can treat others the way that I wanna be treated, and that I can trust God no matter what. You see, in FP Kids, we've got more people serving today than we've ever had before. And it's amazing to see that growth. It has never been a better time to be a part of FP Kids than it has been in the year 2014. So much that I can't wait to see what 2015 holds. FP Kids is the best place for your child. Hey, Faith Promise. We'll let you know we've had a great first year at the Anderson County campus. We've got lots of new people, we've got lots of new faces. They're getting plugged into groups, they're starting to serve, they're joining the core, they're making friends. Most of all, they're making connection with God. And our student ministry is growing, we've got baptisms going on, we've got new students coming. And most of all, our children ministry is just growing by leaps and bounds. About 35% of our campus is children's ministry. And we've outgrown all of our children's space in our building. We had to go next door to where there's a daycare center. And we're leasing space there on Sunday morning so children will have space. People are getting connected, and we cannot wait to see what's going to happen next year. We stopped for a short and our funnest series. Really, I thought it was the funnest series, which was Man versus Woman. Let's get ready to in the middle of that series, we had a women's event on Friday night, over 700 women. We launched new groups. We had a men's event, and ooh, the food was unbelievable. Cowboys at Blunt County did this huge barbecue. We had over 500 men, and it rocked. It was awesome, as we just try to learn more about how God wired us and how we can walk together. I want to read you just one of the many stories that we've gotten throughout 2014 that our Weekend Experience team receives. Thank you again for this weekend's video. It didn't get me until she said she found comfort in knowing that the first face her baby saw was the face of Jesus. And the song about giving God all the glory was perfect. It was just what I needed to be saying to the Lord, but never found those humbling words through my angry and hurting heart. Thanks again for all your team does. I just wanted to just share that with you because that's what we strive to do, to create an atmosphere to connect people to God for life change. That's our culture and that's our vision. 
One of the greatest things we've done in 2014 was develop a plan called Infuse. And from the time people are interested in worship ministry to the time they actually get placed in a part of the ministry, they're developed in their heart, in excellence, and in relationships. Something else that we did this year, which was really exciting, was two different albums. The first one was Alive, which you were a part of in the early spring, and that was sold out the first weekend that it was on the shelves. The second was our Christmas album, Glory is Born. All five songs were written in-house by Faith Promise people, and I know that you enjoyed them. Wasn't 2014 a great year? Can't wait to see what 2015 brings for the worship ministry. We couldn't be more excited about what God is doing at our Blount County campus. We've seen this year God bring 850 people each week to be a part of our worship services. In just a few weeks, we're opening up our third service on Sunday mornings for 450 new seats for your friends and family who need to be a part of what God is doing at Blount County. We've seen 115 people be baptized this year alone. And here's what we know. The best is yet to come. Heart for the harvest. Gotta love it. This year we called it the crossing. We dealt with the Israelites crossing the Red Sea and the miracle. It was amazing what happened. Let me just tell you, just give you one quick story. At our Blount County campus, the weekend of the offering of Heart for the Harvest, there was a lady there that had all kind of issues and all she had was a dime. All she had was a dime. She took and said, this is all I have. And she went and she dropped that dime in the offering. When she came back, there was an envelope with her name and three $100 bills. She was gonna spend the holidays alone and it was gonna require 200 bucks. That got her home, it gave her hope, and it breathed the wind into her cells. 2014 was a significant year for our internet campus. Not only did we celebrate our fifth anniversary of broadcasting online, but we also added a new service time, Saturdays at 6 p.m. Our internet campus continues to serve as a front door for our church, as well as an opportunity for our missionaries who are overseas to stay connected, as well as those who are traveling or are sick at home. We believe that 2015 is going to be the best year that we've ever had online, as our congregation invites their family and friends to experience faith promise and to connect with the good news of Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, I hope that you'll join us at faithpromise.org slash iCampus and join us for one of our online broadcasts each weekend. 2014 has been an amazing year at North Knox campus. Since we've launched at the Expo, we've seen a close to 200 people baptized. This year alone, we've seen 55 people that have been baptized. Lives have been touched, our adults, our students and our kids. Our attendance has steadily increased every year. This year, over 600 people average attendance. This past year, we also were able to have our Fun Fest event. Each year, we've tried to have an outreach to our community. This year, we set a record attendance. More people came to our North Knox campus than has ever been there before. We're so excited about what God is doing at North Knox campus in 2015. We have the opportunity to move to our new permanent location, located just three miles from the Expo Center. It positions us in a place where we can reach more people for Jesus Christ. We can't wait to see what God is going to do in 2015. The best is yet to come. Well, we celebrated Thanksgiving. We all got a little fatter. We all had a little more fun. We rolled through Thanksgiving. We did something we've never done. Our creative team has never been better. They created for us a storied Christmas where we looked at a Christmas character 
Then we paralleled that with a faith promise character. And then we preached out of the whole narrative. It was amazing. Now we're here today. We finished the year. When I say it's truly been a hundredfold harvest, it has in more ways than we only heaven can record. You know, uh, as you give, as you serve, as we've seen, I want you to remember that every number has a name. Every name has a story. And every story matters to God. Our theme of this new year is out of Psalms 92, 12 through 14. Those that are planted in the house of the Lord will flourish like the cedars of Lebanon. You want to flourish in 2015? This is what we're going to be talking about. You want to be planted in the house. There are going to be hundreds more people saved. There's going to be hundreds that are going to join the Corps. We're going to celebrate in another five or six weeks our 20th anniversary. It's going to be amazing. Together, we're going to thrive. Together, we're going to, we're going to revive. Together in 2015, it's going to rock. So let me pray. God, thank you for 2014. Truly a hundredfold harvest. Thank you, God, for the lives that were changed, families, for the children, for the students, for the adults who will never be the same. Thank you, God. Every good and perfect gift comes from you. But God, we look forward to a 2015 that, that even a thousand more people will come be a part. And we're gonna make it even more difficult to go to hell from East Tennessee. Well, it's just amazing what you're doing at every campus. God, let your fire fall in Jesus' name. And are you excited about what God is gonna do? I am. Campus pastors, if you guys would make your way to the front, if you guys would, would begin to wrap all this up, as you've watched this message, doesn't it just light a little fire in your gut? Celebrate, anticipate what the Creator is going to do at Faith Promise in 2015. It'll be the year to flourish. Isn't it amazing? I mean, and here's what's so incredible about what God has done. It would be just simple to sit back and watch uh, a video like that. And this weekend you're here and, and you think, wow, isn't that cool? Look what happened. But here's the thing that I don't want you to forget that I think it's important no matter where you're worshiping. And it's this, you are faith promise church. That's not what happened. That's what you are a part of, right? And that's just really a little portion of all the things that have happened across each of our campuses because it would take months uh, upon months for us to share all the stories and all the things that God has done through the people who call themselves Faith Promise. I mean, you guys, I want you to know that it is incredibly humbling as a staff member to be a part of a church with people who are so amazing and so committed to bringing the message of Christ to our community. Would you guys just give yourself a hand? You truly have done an amazing job this year. And, you know, I just want to, I wanted to take just a minute to break it down because 
You know, so many people are here and it's a holiday weekend. And, uh, you know, for some of us, we've, you've been here for a long time. Pastor mentioned that it's coming up that we'll be celebrating 20 years as a ministry. Some of you have been here for the entire 20 years. And for others, you actually have come tonight and it's your first time. You're here this week and it's the first opportunity that you've had to worship at Faith Promise. And I just want to boil it down really quickly because Faith Promise really is about two things. And it's so simple. The first thing that we're about is that we believe that God wants every person to have an opportunity to know him as their savior and Lord. You see, the Bible says, and we just celebrated, that God sent his son to the earth. But it wasn't just that he sent his son, but that Jesus lived this perfect, blameless life, the Bible tells us. And that as he lived this life, he did it not for the purpose that he could say he lived his life uh, as a perfect sacrifice. He did it because the Bible says that he loved each person who lived at that time and who would live from that point forward forever. Wrap your mind around that. That he loved every person and that he wanted them to have a relationship with him. And our church exists so that we have, as through the people of Faith Promise, through the opportunities and expressions that we have at each of our campuses, so that people will have the opportunity to have a relationship with Christ, that they can come to the place, the Bible says, where they recognize their need for God, their need for a relationship with Him. And as they recognize their need for a relationship with Him, that they'll know what to do. And the Bible says it's so simple. I love this because we always try to make the Bible so complex, but it's really just so simple. The Bible says in Romans chapter 10 and verse 13, anyone who calls on the name of the Lord would be saved. And you see, Faith Promise, that's what we're about. That's what the people of Faith Promise are all about. We're about taking the message of Christ to people who haven't heard and giving them the opportunity just to simply call out on God's name, experience his forgiveness, and be saved from their sins. And we really try to never have a weekend where we don't do that. And maybe God's moved in your life over the holidays or even this weekend as you prepared and you came to church and you thought, what could God do now, what, could, what could be said that could make a difference to me? And this is what our church wants you to know is that God loves you and he wants to have a relationship with you. And he said, it's just so easy. He said, actually, it doesn't take the faith of an adult or a person who knows everything. It takes the faith of a child to know me, to trust me. And we wanna give you a chance to do that. So if you just bow your head where you are at our church, we often over each weekend have a time where we just pray a confessional prayer and the Bible doesn't tell us that a prayer will make us right with God. It's the attitude of our heart expressed through the prayer that we pray. And so Faith Promise, would you join together? Maybe for the first time, you would say, I've never trusted Christ as my savior. You can do it real simply just by calling on his name through a prayer that goes something like this. Pray it with them, Faith Promise. Dear Jesus, I know that I've sinned. But I also know that I need the forgiveness of a savior. Would you forgive me, God, and give me a right relationship with you? I wanna serve you with my life. I wanna live for you and give my life completely to you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
And the Bible says something amazing that happens because if just one person prays that prayer, just ask God to come into their life, it says the angels in heaven rejoice over one person who gives their life to Christ. Isn't that awesome? Shouldn't we rejoice? Exactly, we should. But, you know... Not only is our church about uh, people coming to know Christ, our church is about people growing in their relationship with Christ. We actually believe, and it's our desire, that every person who attends Faith Promise would achieve their full potential in Christ. And here's what I know about this time of year. You know, this week that's coming up, I don't know if you guys recognize this, but a lot of times we look back and we think about all the things that we didn't accomplish this year. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like you started off the year and you lost weight, and now you end of the year, you gained all that weight back. You know what I'm saying? You think about hey, next year, I'm going to do better than that. And you're really not because you can eat more turkey and pie. And well, I'm confessing a little bit, even in my own, right? But for all of us, we have the tendency to look back, right? It's just natural for us. We always, it seems like we spend our time, we're looking back behind us. But this is what's so amazing about the God that we're talking about this weekend is that God is a God of second chances, And God will allow us the opportunity to move forward. We don't have to keep looking back at what we didn't accomplish. We can move forward and accomplish what God has for us. And our church is about helping people connect with God and then grow in their relationship with him. That's who we are. That's what we want. If you come here, it's just that simple. We want every person to know him and every person to grow in their relationship with him. Now, here's what I want to ask you to do. Maybe you were here last week or you weren't, but we handed out these books uh, in, the, uh, in the past weekend, and there's some available at each of our campuses uh, this weekend as well. But this book is uh, called uh, Planted in the House of the Lord. It's our 2015 prayer focus. It's 21-day devotional. It has all these different things. And here's what I want to ask you to do. I want to ask you to start the year off different maybe than you've ever started off a year before. And I want to ask you to commit to do four things for me. Now, this is a little bit crazy, but I'm going to ask you to do it. And all four of the things that I'm going to ask you to do are contained within this book that you need to grab at each of our campuses this weekend, or it's available online as well. But I want to ask you to do one of these four things because our verse this year, Psalm 92, 12 and 13, which is coming up for the 2015 year, it says this, the righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. He will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. And verse 13 goes on um, and it moves forward. It says, planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. They will flourish in the courts of our God. If you want to flourish in your relationship with Christ, these four things will help you to do it. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to grab one of these books and complete a personal growth plan. You know what? I want you to make goals and commitments to what you're going to do to follow after Christ. And pages eight and nine in this book are just a simple way that you can say, hey, God, this is what I want to do. And here's the thing that most people do. Most people set goals, right? You're not praying as much as you should, which for most of us means very little at all. So you say, you know what? I'm going to pray every day, 30 minutes a day. You're not going to, right? Can we just be honest? Like, that's not how it's going to happen. But start with a minute or two minutes or three minutes or do something that you can do and read the Bible. And that's the second thing that I want to ask you to do. Read the Bible all the way through in 2015. In this booklet, there's actually a guide that starts on January 1st that has Bible reading for every day of the year. It'll be posted online as well. It's the one-year Bible reading plan. If you use a Bible reading app on your phone that you can subscribe to that on January 1st, and you can keep up with the church as we read together, it's a plan that I read every year 
in my personal time with the Lord that Pastor Chris will be reading, our staff will be reading, and I'm gonna ask you to commit to read the Bible through from cover to cover. You can do it. It breaks it up with Old Testament, New Testament, Psalms, and Proverbs each day. So it's not just reading the book of Leviticus all in one uh, long stretch there. It breaks it up for you so that you can read the Bible through. The third thing I want to ask you to do is participate in the 21-day fast. And I said participate because you know what? God understands where you are. And for some of you, you would say, I've never fasted before in my life. And here's what I want to challenge you to do. You know what? So many people think, I've got to fast 21 days. I don't know if I can do that. My job doesn't let me do that. Uh, on and on, right, we think about things. But on January the 5th, the Monday, we're going to start our 21-day fast. And what I want to ask you to do is to commit to participate. Maybe fast from breakfast or fast from lunch, or fast from dinner, or do a Daniel fast that's described within the book, or you can do a different type of fast that you find a media fast. If you uh, maybe say, I'm not going to watch TV, or I'm not going to do something, but fast. But here's the deal. Don't just quit doing something. In place of that, what God wants you to do when you're fasting is to seek him. And so don't quit doing something that you would, doesn't give you any time, but quit doing something that gives you the opportunity to seek after him. So I want you to participate in the 21-day fast. And then the last thing I want you to do is pray every day for our church. In the last few pages of this book, uh, actually in the written pages, in pages 54, 55, and 56, there are some things that are written out about uh, areas and uh, plans that we've asked God to do for 2015 as we've prayed with our campus pastors and the executive team and our staff. And we've said, God, what do you want to do next year? And there's just a place where you can go in and you can pray. And maybe you could take one of those. There's, I don't know, seven sections or so uh, that are there listed. You could take one each day of the week and just pray through. But every day, pray for our church. Can you imagine what would happen if all of our campuses and all of our people are praying for our church each day? God will do greater things than we ever believed that he could do because all of us will be joining together in faith to ask him to do something beyond what we could do on our own because isn't it so true that we need him more than we need anything else? God wants you to be planted in his house. God wants you to walk with him and live for him. And he has so much for you beyond uh, Ephesians 3.20, guys. It's beyond what you could ever ask or think. So many of us don't even believe the things that God has for us. God believes more in us than we believe in ourselves, right? And he wants you to follow after that purpose that he has for your life. And so I'm asking you to commit. I'm asking you to take the book and say, I'm going to be a part of what it is that our church is doing this year. And I want you to do those four things. I want you to commit to that level. And here's what I know. Listen, here's what I know. You know what? For some of us, we'll commit to those four things and we might only make it through one of those things or two or three or four. But here's what I know about those four things. If you make it through them, you'll know God in a different way than you know God today. Because God will be all over where you are and who you are and the plan and the purpose that he has for your life. So would you grab one of these? Uh, if you already have one, don't take one uh, because we, we have just a limited number over the next couple of weeks. But if you don't have one of these books, our ushers are gonna be at the doors. They're gonna give you one. And would you just commit on the first to open your Bible and to read that plan and to begin that process? And then we'll remind you again next weekend 
about the fast? And would you commit to fast and pray and ask God to do a work that only he can do in our ministry? So we believe in you. You know, we believe that God has amazing things for your life and that he has an amazing plan for your life. And we really believe that if you're planted in his house, which is his church and his kingdom, that you will see him do things beyond what you ever believed that he could do. And so I'm gonna pray for us, but before I do, in just a minute, some of our pastors will be down front and they'd love the opportunity to minister to you if you have a need or if you have something that you need God to do in your life, they'll be here, uh, be here and willing to minister uh, to you at the end of our service. But also, uh, if you would, if you made a decision for Christ or you need more information, you can fill out a communication card if it's your first time here and you're looking for a place to worship, uh, it would be a great opportunity for you just to fill that out. You can either drop it in the offering boxes or you can take it to the next steps area where we have people there who would love to help you get more information about our church. Or if you've already been attending for a while and you wanna get more connected, they can help you get more connected as well in our ministry. Hey, don't forget, January is the greatest attended church month of the year in the United States. Invite someone to come to church. They're waiting for you. And you know what? All the gyms are gonna be inviting them anyway, and they're gonna be going there. They love to come to church, right? As a, as a, as a respite as well from all that working out they're gonna be doing. Let's pray together, and uh, then we'll be dismissed. God, would you move in the people who are called Faith Promise? What you've done this past year, we just stopped to say thank you. Father, even in 25 minutes of a video, we can't even begin to scratch the surface for what you've done in the lives of your people, not just at our campuses, but around the world, God. Would you just, as only you can, God, would you move, would you invade us? Would you let us open our hearts over these next few days? Would you let us create a plan to grow and commit? And God, would you let us fast, um, would you give us the chance to pray and support our church? And above all of those things, God, would you let us do one of those things that we're so much about and let us be inviters of people who either don't go to church or aren't attending church so that they can come and have the chance to connect with you like they never have before. Father, would you plant us in your house firmly? Would you allow each of us to see greater things happen because we're more committed and faithful to what you're doing in the life of your ministry and the church that you've called us to, Faith Promise. God, thank you for the legacy of this church over 20 years of what you have been doing through people who went out in faith and trusted you. God, we love you. We're grateful for the chance that we get to be a part. How amazing it is, God, that you allowed us to be ambassadors in your kingdom. We're grateful for that. And we just wanna serve you and live for you. We love you, God. Thanks for our time together. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Hey, you guys be blessed. Have an incredible uh, new year and we'll see you next weekend. Some of our pastors will be down front.